And now, broadcasting through Blue Collar Media, it's time for the Big Bash Podcast. Thanks to the Big Red Bash Birdsville and the Monday Monday Bash Broken Hill. Two big events rocking the outback. Yes, g'day there and welcome to a very special edition, the 10th anniversary edition of the Big Bash Podcast as we come to you from the base of the Big Red Sand Dune out here at Birdsville for the 10th anniversary of the Big Red Bash. I've got to say to you that plenty of people are already in town and camped along the common and there's already a stack of people here as we broadcast this uh, podcast uh, here on site at the... uh, base of Big Red and how good is it? It's been a bit cool, been a bit, bit of weather around as well and um, plenty of people uh, very, very busy setting up their camps, getting ready, vendors setting up, a couple of food stands already open at the time of the recording of this podcast and a little bit of a buzz happening around uh, the base of Big Red. As you know, this uh, podcast is, is here all in aid of the Big Red Bash and of course the Monday Monday Bash down at Broken Hill and look, these two events are more than just music festivals, they are in fact very unique Outback Australian events that provide people an experience like no other. Just travelling to both of these events is an adventure in itself that adds to all of the entertainment in two fantastic Outback locations. I've got to tell you where we are right now on the base of Big Red. The uh, the location here it doesn't get much better. As you know on this podcast we speak not only with the artists who make the trip out here to perform for you but also the people that are working tirelessly behind the scenes from volunteers to full-time and part-time employees Everybody who combined their efforts to create an event and memories that you will look back on for a very long time to come. We also provide you with some event updates as well as useful information, travel tips, even weather tips lately and track updates as well. We'll also speak with business people in surrounding areas who benefit from both of these events. We meet some of the Outback characters along the way and of course we'll speak to some of the bash goers over the next few days who have made the track out here to Big Red um, to enjoy what this uh, this event has to offer. It certainly has plenty to offer everybody and it's it's got to be the number one family event in the country these days. Well, on this edition of the uh, Big Bash podcast, we're going to catch up with Laura, who works tirelessly for the Big Red Bash, as well as Stephen out here on site, and of course their dad, Greg Donovan, and we'll talk about the last 10 years and how it started, an event that basically started by accident. It's actually Stephen's fault, we'll tell him that when he comes on, and of course we'll speak to Laura about just how busy it is here uh, at Birdsville and uh, what sort of a event she's going to be up for. She won't see much of it because she'll be working tirelessly just working um, around the merchandise tent and a lot of other things as well right behind the scenes to make sure that everybody gets geared up, looks the part and of course enjoys the big red bash for 2023, the 10th anniversary. It's going to be a cracker. As you know, this podcast is for you and we do welcome your feedback um, from all bash goers. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, it's easy to do. Simply email bigbash at omfgroup.com.au bigbash at omfgroup.com.au omfgroup.com.au and of course uh, say good day there and uh, we certainly do love the feedback there. You are of course listening to the Big Bash podcast. I am the Duck. We are broadcasting uh, a couple of podcasts this week out here from the base of Big Red. The digger stands at the end of the street His rifle upside down He died when a woman could walk alone Anywhere in town 
She's not safe in years of peace Why did he go to war? What was the purpose? What was the glory? What was he fighting for? Ah, uh, the very unique sounds of John Williamson. How good is he going to sound here at Big Red Bash for the uh, 2023 event, which, of course, is the 10th anniversary of the bash, and he played at the very first one. I wonder if he did sing this one. Very, very good. And let's imagine John Williamson on the scene, June, 10 years ago, singing songs just like this. Well, he's going to be back here on day one of the bash and we'll be performing again from the big red sand dune out here at Birdsville. Well, the man who uh, started all this, apart from John Williamson, was a late named Greg Donovan. He's no stranger to anybody listening to this podcast or even to our radio show, in fact, and I've jagged him. He's the busiest man in the Diamond Tuna at the moment. Greg, how are you, son? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good, yeah, flat chat, that's right. That's right. We're at, what, two days out, really? Yeah, a couple of days out. It, it's been a bit of a bit of a, um, a hectic time because you've had weather issues to deal with, which you've always had in the past, but, uh, mate, this time you've had people stranded on the Mung- at Mungarani on the Birdsville track and people not knowing they're going to get through and everybody's just inundated themselves onto Birdsville and... And got in early and people rolling in a few days early, you brought that forward and all these other little dramas happening around. That's right, yeah, we've just got to, we've just got to uh, stay flexible and plan, uh, you know, it's the old story, you've got, to, uh, you've got to plan for the worst and hope for the best, so that's what we're doing and uh, yeah, it's been uh, interesting times weather-wise, we've had all these weather systems coming across Australia from the west and mm. uh, we've had, uh, you know, we've, since our team have been here on site for the last couple of weeks, uh, we had, uh, we've had two, two lots of rain in mm. Birdsville and... Uh, you know, tomorrow, Sunday, uh, you know, the, the, the day before sort of uh, most of the stuff starts, we've got uh, some possible rain in the, uh, you know, showers in the afternoon and into into Monday evening, or Sunday evening, maybe possibly into early Monday morning. So mm. we just, it's uh, not an ideal time because it's sort of a peak time for our roll-in, so we're uh, just keeping our fingers crossed with that and looking at contingencies, how we deal with that if it happens. Mate, there's already an atmosphere, though, out on the plaza, and I mean, we'll... Uh, it's just amazing the people they get out here they try to get in early they get their spot they set up uh, and then they just wander around and they you know I mean the, the SS today there's people wandering around the stage isn't built yet it was half done and things are happening and they're all looking at the merchandise signs of what's available when that opens up but there's already an atmosphere here do you feel yeah. that? Oh yeah absolutely there's a buzz I mean yeah. uh, people are you know, it's a big thing for people to uh, make the journey to Birdsville, and when they get here, they, they've uh, you know they're relieved that they're here. They're glad that they're settled down. They've made it in. You know, they've avoided mm. any weather. I mean, we've rolled. We've been rolling them in two days earlier than normal. So, yeah, you know, they're that. spending a couple of days. So extra. They're actually seeing things they've never seen before. That's right. Normally yeah, they lob I mean, in the site, here. Uh, yeah, like yeah. with two days uh, earlier. You know, normally we're still building the site, and we are. Of course, we're doing that now. So mm. we're still finishing off bits and pieces, but like. You know, most of the main things that they need uh, are here. Uh, we've got our uh, we got our food vendors in a bit early. Mm. You know, all our toilets were set up early. Yep. Um, you know, those sorts of things are, are all fine. But uh, you know, so we're still still putting the stage and the production in, and uh, uh, you know, getting merch set up, getting everything set up. There's mm. a lot of little odds and ends still to finish off. But uh, look, we're in we're in good shape, and. Uh, you know, we just got to get through. Uh, you know, any possible rain we might have tomorrow. Uh, you know, after that, the rest of the week right through is uh, is fine. Sunny's going to be beautiful weather, light winds. Uh, it's going to be ideal. So, look, mm. if we do get a bit of rain, a bit of mud, well, 
you know, so be it. Well, well what do you do? I mean, yeah, she drives up. She drives up pretty it, quick. It, exactly right. I mean, I, I said that on radio through the week. As quick as it, it does get wet, it, it dries just as quick. Yeah, and and with it. a little bit of a breeze and everything else, it helps it. And I think it's great. But the thing I've noticed, and this time around, is there's a lot of first timers here. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. We love uh, we love first timers. I mean, mm. you know, that's the word. You, you spreads. can tell, yeah, you can yeah. tell, because the ones that have been here before are already wearing the gear that yeah. they've bought previously, like the <laughs> bash, right. the merch, the merchandise. Yeah, yep. and we've spoken about the merchandise many times and just the quality of it. And and, and there are people wearing look, you know, people you're looking at people wearing big red bash gear. It looks like it's brand new. <laughs> but you can. But there's so many people, yeah, and and people who have come up and said good day and spoken to me, and I've had a stack of call past our site already, um, because we've got the Bosch podcast signs at the front, and it's their first time, and they're just excited. They just can't wait, and they've been given a bit of a treat, really, because it's the tenth anniversary. John Williamson, who we just heard then playing up on the sand dune, how it all started. Yet they're in and they're seeing the thing being set up because normally when they get here it's done. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, they're actually seeing uh, seeing what goes into some yeah. of what goes into putting putting it all together. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's there's thousands upon thousands of man hours of work to, to put this site mm. together. You know, Incredible, we add up mate. all the hours of our know, 500 volunteers and all our crew mm. and the production 500 people. 500 volunteers. And, yeah, it's just uh, it's just a massive. What effort. do they mean to you, mate? 500 people who volunteer and they and they take they the thing I've noticed with the volunteers is that they they take a they take a lot of pride in the event. It's like they feel they really feel a part of it, and you obviously make them feel a part. That's of right. It. Yeah, I mean the volunteers obviously a critical part of the event for us, but um, you know we we really value value their uh, their support and their assistance but you know we we work really hard to make sure that it's it's a great experience for them we do a lot to to make sure that they really feel part of it they all sort of camp in a great area together mm. you know uh, we we kit them all out with uh, some sort of crew merch and mm. all of this sort of stuff and look after them and uh, communicate well with mm. them and make it clear about their shifts and and it's just a great community. Like the volunteer community is like a little community in itself, mm. and people make good friendships and mm. and that. So you know, well, to us, it's about, it's really important to um, you know to create that atmosphere. And uh, you know, you need the volunteers to run the event. So that's uh, we focus on that. And uh, you know, as a result, the word spreads. And when we open up registrations for volunteers, you know, mm. they they fill very quickly, which is fantastic. Uh, we, and we got oh, we got lots of volunteers that are coming, but we got. Volunteers that have come back like for their seventh and eighth year. Yeah, I know, and you know how I know that because I see familiar faces. I've had people come up to be volunteers saying, "G'day, duck, good to see you again." Mm. And you're like, "Oh yeah, man, I saw you last year." And like, it's it is good, but you, you just touched on something. Then there's there's volunteers camped over there in that little area who probably become mates from here and travel back together and then you know keep in touch and. They do. You, 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 so you're creating a, this commu- yeah. little community outside yeah. of Burzville. Yeah, no, that, that happens a lot. It's, it's mm. very very common and, uh, you know, the, commu- the the volunteers, you know, a lot of them form a special bond mm. and, uh, you know, they, they uh, form form those friendships. Great, a great place, uh, you know, to do that. And, you know, most of our volunteers are sort of fairly ma- mature age mm. uh, people and, mm. you know, they might be retired or semi-retired and, you mm. know, they just like getting out and travelling the country and doing getting involved in stuff like this. So volunteering is a great way for them to, mm. to do that. I was talking to Stephen earlier and um, a bee triple full of firewood. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be in the firewood business here right now. He'll yeah. probably make more money than you. I'm telling <laughs> yeah, he probably will. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there was a long, long line there this morning, people getting wood. Yeah. Mate, 10 years, do you have a favourite event? What one stands out for you? You've been from you've been to all of them, obviously. I mean, the first one of these, obviously, uh, you, well, you didn't really realise 
what was going to happen from that first event. But is there a, a is there one particular year, one act, something that st- stood out over the last ten years? Or well, you... they've all been so different, but mm. uh, you know, they and, and and they're all great in their own special way. Look, I, I think the event we put in on last year, twenty twenty two, was probably our best uh, best delivered event um, ever. Um, you know, we, it was we, a big year, you put yeah, three events on that year. Yeah, that's right, we put three events on. So, uh, you know, we'd passed the COVID thing and all the dramas. Mm. And uh, just to be able to run a smooth event without all of that stress of COVID hanging over mm. you was, mm. was fantastic. So it was more mm. enjoyable. I think in terms of, you know, achievement, I think our 2021 event where we were the first big music festival in Australia to get up and going after COVID, but where, you know, it had its challenges, we... You know, right at that time in July, all the board, you know, we had the second wave coming through of Delta mm. and uh, mm. or third wave or whatever it was at the time. And, mm. uh, you know, we had all the borders starting to close. We had restrictions. Sydney went into lockdown. We had to replace mm. half of our artists with a week and a half mm. to go because oh, yeah. nobody could get here. And, mm. oh, our crew couldn't get here. Volunteers couldn't get here. So to mm. pull that event off uh, out of, out of, out mm. of all those challenges was an amazing achievement. So mm. that's probably the biggest uh you know big, biggest thing we look back on to, yeah. to survive that because you know we were we're up, we're up against it backs against the wall that yeah. year so yeah absolutely yeah. Well, we've got a lot of people walking in here there must be some sort of big meeting on here we're just um just talking at the moment mate but uh well greg if um mate good luck yep you've got um you've got a bit to go through just a bit. What's, what, what are you looking forward to the most, the end? <laughs> I'm looking forward to the final set, Human Nature, on, on day four. No, yeah. look, I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff. I'm looking forward to... Is that to the it. final set, Human Nature? Yep, yep. And that'll looking, be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, John Williamson and our Blue Day mm. on the mm. first day. I'm looking forward to breaking the Nutbush world record. I'm looking forward to all the, the fantastic thing. artists. Uh, yep. Looking forward to Ice House, uh, you mm. know, with their classic songs uh, in front of the June. It's, there's just... So many things uh, that are going to be great about this uh, festival. So yeah, yeah. Bring I, it on. I've got to say to you, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to all of that. I, I think everybody is. The buzz around the place and it's just, it's incredible. There's a couple of food vendors open, as you said. There's a little bit happening here. Um, there's people itching for the merchandise tent to open up, which <laughs> opens up tomorrow. At yeah, the time poking their heads in and we're yeah. trying to shoo them away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, I might update this hat while I'm over there uh, myself as I'm wearing a Monday, Monday hat. But uh, no, all very, very good money. There's a lot to look forward to. I think well done. Ten year anniversary. I think we've basically said it all over the last 12 months uh, as we led into this and it's finally here, mate. I know you're flat stick. And uh, we're in this media tent, which also adapts up something else as well, I think training or something. So there's people wandering in <laughs> Looks here. Looks like it. But it, it, it's, it's just all part of it. So, But, mate, um, good luck. I hope the weather's kind to us tomorrow. Um, I think, it, you know, if it isn't, well, we'll deal with that. But I think all in all, the festival's going to be fantastic. The weather prediction for that are good. Um, so let's hope no hiccups and let's let's um, look forward to a fantastic bash. They're, they're all good. Yep. This might be your best one. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it will be. I'm sure it will be. If Get through an unscathed. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate. Well, good luck, and we'll uh, we'll catch you over the next few days, eh? Yep, we'll talk again soon. We will. There he is. That's Greg Donovan, of course, the event founder of The Big Red Bash. And, of course, you are listening to The Big Bash Podcast. Okay, let's go out into the outback now. Faces in the photograph are faded And I can't believe he looks so much like me 
For it's been ten years today since I left for old Cork Station Saying I won't be back till the drove A little bit more of John Williamson and people already gearing up ready to listen to John Williamson here at the base of the Big Red Sand Dune out at Burzell for the 10th anniversary of the Big Red Bash. And I've got a very special guest with me here as we do the podcast with a bit of an audience, in fact, uh, which is a bit different for us for this sort of thing. Laura, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you. Are you gearing up? We are. We are ready. Now, for people that don't know, Laura is uh, Greg's daughter, so you've been to every bash. Tenth. This will be the tenth bash, so Mm. yep, been to them all. So, do you remember the first one? Yes. What were you doing? Panicking. Panicking. (laughs) And and then, obviously, you've panicked ever since. (laughs) Yes. Twice (laughs) a year now, as well. Twice a year. Used to be just once. Not so much panic anymore. No, no. It's a well-oiled machine these days, and you've got plenty of people helping you. So... Your role's probably changed over the time. I mean, you, you've, you've come out, you had no idea that what was going to happen 10 years ago. You just came out and Dad put on a bit of a bit of a concert for some runners and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden it became a little bit more than that, and these days it's a, a pretty big business. Um, what was your first role? Do you remember? Well, you probably do. I mean, I'm yeah, not well, like me. I've got Alzheimer's, <laughs> not you. My first role was pretty much doing the books, yeah, the bookkeeping. Right. Um, you yeah. did a good job. Expenses in, expenses out. Mm. Um, I'm tipping there would have been a lot more expenses in in those days. Oh, yeah. No? Yeah, lots more in. I mean, yeah, back in the establishment phase, there's far more outgoings and incomings. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I was working uh, full-time for another business at the time and yep. um, doing books for... That was my, my job back yep. then, 10 years ago, and... Um, yeah, Dad needed a bit of help, so I started doing the books and it became apparent that he needed help in many other areas and mm. I just became the fallback person, really. So yep. if anything needed to be done, anything admin-wise, business-wise, yep. customer service-wise, all that kind of stuff, just yep. ended up falling on my lap. There was no one else to do it. Yeah, it's, un- it's unbelievable now these days as um, we've got people in the background here because uh, there's some sort of a meeting going on here shortly but and we'll get out of their way. And then you've done that and you've worked with that and you've seen all those big expenses come in and, and all that. And it would have been tough times. It would have been some stress. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, there were yeah the times where we used to sit down and try and figure out, well, well these are all the expenses that need to be paid mm. before X date. Where, mm. Where's that going to come from? And most, well, most of the time it was his pocket. Yeah, I've savings. Absolutely. And I mean, I've, I've interviewed your dad many, many times. And one thing I've never asked him, did you ever think, this is too hard, and it was there ever a discussion, look, look can we keep doing this? Because in the early days, it would have been tough. Yeah, I think the early days up until sort of, oh, I don't know, I, you know, up till probably 2015, that was a big gamble. Mm. Um, I mean, every year's a gamble, really. Um, yep. But yeah, 2015, we sort of got enough people to almost make it work, and, and then we came back from there and we're like, well, you know, do we do we keep doing this? Is this mm. what we keep doing? Mm. And, seemed like it was what we wanted to keep yeah. doing so well i'm sure yeah, the people so that come did. to the event the people that turn up to the event I'm, I'm sure they're glad you kept doing it because they love coming here don't yeah. they yeah they sure do I, no, I, it's so I, rewarding i was talking i was talking to greg a little while ago and um the one thing i've noticed because we've been in here for a few days we came in because of the weather and um we've seen things and, and there are people there's some early rollers that turned up yesterday who have seen things happen here that they wouldn't normally see mm. Because they normally get here and it's all set up, but mm-hmm. this time they're seeing work happen and mm-hmm. the stage wasn't up yesterday and all these things. But the one thing that I've I've noticed this time is a lot of first timers. Mm, yeah, interesting. 
I, I, and people I've spoken to, and you can tell the old timers because they've all got gear on, right? Yes. They've got big red bash gear on from <laughs> yes. previous years, okay? Yep. But um, which means you're going to be busy because these mm-hmm. days you run the merchandise, which is a big job. And you probably do you still do the books? Uh, yeah, yeah. You yep, do? That's still my job. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep, still do the books, still sort of do a lot of the uh, customer service stuff, yep. a lot of the comms, like event communications. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm involved in all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yep. no, that, no, well, that's all right. Well, you're a very big part of it. I mean, are you running it really? I mean, just tell the <laughs> truth. I mean, let's just, I mean, let's get, he's not here, so I mean, he's not going to hear this. No, look, I wouldn't say I'm running it, far from it. Uh, mm. He makes all those big decisions, mm. but um, and we try to rein him in. That's our job. Is it, does it feel weird? And I know with myself, I work on radio, okay, I've done some stuff on telly and stuff like that. And, the, and but before all of that, I mean, you know, my kids, I'm their dad, and then all of a sudden we'll be somewhere and someone will come up to me and they'll be looking at me, this is getting a bit weird, Dad. When is it fine? Do you find that a bit weird? Did you ever think that one day you could be walking down the street? Your mum said that you were walking through Ralston one day, they were out there <laughs> for a weekend, and yes. and someone uh, had a, uh, a big red bash hoodie on, and then your mum just spoke to them, and yeah. then... Your dad's walking down the road and they've looked up and gone, there's the man himself. Um, He's almost a celebrity now, isn't he? I mean, he's everywhere. Yes, he is everywhere. And if you've been to the bash and you sort of, yeah, know Mm. know his face, I guess, yeah, he's he's known about the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. And I mean, you know, I think he does a pretty good job as a spokesman for it. But I mean, none of you have had any training for that. I saw you on ABC Australian Story a while back. And... um, and you're on there and stuff like that. And, I mean, how's that ride been? Apart from the event itself, you're not so much in the limelight, but a lot of people know who you are, know who your dad is, and they know what this event's about. Yeah, there's um, a certain lack of anonymity. And, mm. and, and, um, <laughs> however you say that yeah, word. Yeah, I know. Well, 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 well don't a, ask me to say it. I not, mean, I'm not, not good at big so words. Not so much anonymous anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, there's definitely a certain yeah. certain part of that, which is, is awesome. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool when people come up and talk to you mm. or recognise you or This whatever, podcast is very real, isn't it? There's a lot of noise in the background and stuff, yeah. which we've got to get out of here soon. Getting ready for vol training. Exactly. Now, um, we're going to get Stephen, but Stephen's got to be the busiest man in the Diamond Team oh, at yeah. the moment, so yep. we'll, we'll forget him. But you're, you're running the merchandise um, stand this year. There's a lot of good stuff. It's all good. Can I update my hat while I'm at it? I oh, I suppose. Yep. Um, the... Um, People, it's good gear. It's, the thing is with it, and I've, and I've spoken to you about this privately, where you see this gear everywhere. It's good quality. Who, who picks all that? You do that, or is there? I know you run. You more or less run the, the whole merchandise area, but you obviously source quality. Get you know, yeah. merchandise. It's good quality. Yeah, it is good quality. We work with a, a merchandiser. Is that who- your drink bottle? <laughs> yes. Oh, you go for Manly, do you? <laughs> no, I forgot my drink bottle, so oh. I had to buy one at the airport on the way I, out here. I thought I was going to find the other... And this was pretty much all I could get. <laughs> I thought I was going to find the other Manly supporter here. Anyway, <laughs> who do you go for, by the way? Well, well you live on the northern beaches, don't you? To, if I had to, it would be Manly. I'm not much of a footy person, but mm. I figured I'd pass this on to my yep. son once I'm finished with this, and I can get my old pink... You need to update your jumper as well. Oh, God, yeah. And it's maroon and white as well, yeah. Well, look at the, so the merchandise, it is, it's good yes, quality we work, gear. we work with um, a merchandise supplier and, yeah, he's fantastic. He's been in the business for decades mm. and, um, yeah, he helps us source everything. He can help with the designs um, and, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So it's 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 awesome, yeah. So yep. But we get a, a big say in, um, in yep. what kind of stuff we get. We get it all pre-sampled and, you know, yep. like I'm already working on, I have been working on next year's merchandise for mm. some time already. So yeah. it's... it's it's a year-round sort of project yeah. to get that all in. and All the stuff that hmm. you do, it's a family business now. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and I think it's a credit to... Look, I, I love the fact that 
I mean, I think I came to the second Big Red Bash and I've always promoted it on the radio and stuff, wherever we can. We're here filming for TV this time as well. And for me, just personally, I've loved to see it grow and, I, you know, I like your dad and I, I think, you know, I can imagine the stress, and, the, and the, especially the early days. Oh, yeah, the early days. But it's days. a well-oiled machine these days. It and is, it's all it happening. is. I mean, there's still stressful parts and mm. I think there always will be. It's... Mm. it's um, yeah, it's an interesting business to be in. It's a very risky business if anything yes. goes oh, wrong, if there's any sort of mm. yeah issues like that. It's um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of risk in it, but yep. we love it, and it's so rewarding to see all these people come out from literally oh, all over the country yep. and have the time of their lives and sort of just experience real outback, yep. real camping. Um, the kids run free, they yep. run wild, and I think it's just yeah. Really, gonna, really unique. We are going to get pushed out of here shortly. It sounds like we're in a yep. pub now, just through the headsets, doesn't it? But we'll yep. get out of here. But look, I'll finish off. The one thing I think, and this is a credit to you and your, your mum, your dad, your brother, the people that come here have a respect for the event, not just the land here. There's no, they, they, they respect the event. It's a long way to come to, to play up and be thrown yes. out anyway. Yeah, that's what we've always said. It's the, an awesome yeah. crowd. It's awesome. A, and, and the volunteers and everybody else that gets involved, and um, I think it's a credit to you, the, the, the effort you've put in. Your dad told me that he started working on next year's event four months ago, mm-hmm. which just shows just how big it is now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I think you've done a great job. I think you've got a few big days ahead of you. We have yes. a drink at the end? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Okay. For, I'll a a drink or a sleep? I don't know. I'll have a drink for Maybe you. Maybe a drink and then a sleep. I'll have a couple of drinks for you then. Okay. <laughs> All right, Laura. Well, I'll let you go because I know you're busy and thank I think you. we're going to get inundated here. But well done. Thank you. Thanks and, for having uh, me. And, well, thanks for letting us do this podcast for you as well. Awesome. Thank you. Good stuff. There she is. That's Laura. And of course, if you are in the bash here um, at any time, whether it's this year or the next event or whenever, and you go and get some of that good quality merchandise, well, you can thank your lovely Laura for that as well. And the fact that they can pay the bills because she does the books. Uh, how good is that? We uh, certainly did love Laura here at the Big Red Bash. Well, that is our special edition of the 10th anniversary of the Big Bash podcast here at the Birdsville. Look, there's a bit of a crowd coming in here, as you know, on the podcast. We don't hide anything. It is what it is. So uh, we're going to get out of here. We've got a big few days ahead of us here at the Bash, and we'll bring out another copy of the uh, edition of the Bash on the ground here on the plaza at the Big Red Bash. So if uh, until that time, enjoy the Bash if you're here. If you're not, get your ticket for next year. But uh, we'll be back with another edition of the Big Red Bash in the next few days. We will talk to you then. <laughs>